section thirty two of the theory and practice of brewing this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the theory and practice of brewing by michael cumbrun section thirty two of practical fermentation and the management of the several sorts of malt liquors to the period at which they are to be cleansed or put into the casks the laws of fermentation are universal and uniform and when it proceeds regularly its different periods are known by the different appearances of the fermenting liquor as a particular appellation is given to each of these it may not be unnecessary here to describe them one the first sign of a wart fermenting is a fine white line composed of very small air bubbles attached to the sides of the tun the wart is then said to have taken yeast two when these air bubbles are extended over the whole surface of the must it is said to be creamed over three bubbles continuing to rise a thin crust is formed but as the fermentation advances rather faster near the sides of the tun than in the middle this crust is continually repelled from which arises the denomination of the wart parting from the tun side for when the surface becomes uneven as if it were rock work this stage of fermentation which has no particular use is distinguished by its height five when the head becomes lighter more open more uniform and of a greater depth being round or higher in the middle than in any other part and seeming to have a tendency still to rise the liquor is denominated to be of so many inches head not fit to cleanse six this head having risen to its greatest height begins to sink to become hollow in the middle and at the same time more solid the colors changing to a stronger yellow or brown the wart is then said to be fit to cleanse after this no farther distinctions are made if the fermentation is suffered to proceed in the tun the head continues to sink and the liquor is often injured as the denominations and tastes of liquors brewed from malt are numerous it is impossible to specify each separate one we shall therefore only particularize such sorts of drinks as were taken notice of in the section of extraction they being most in use but from what will be said concerning them the method of managing any other malt liquor may easily be deduced spontaneous pellucidity arises from a due proportion of the oils to the salts in the warts but the advantage of long keeping depends not only on the quantity of oils and hops the musts possess but also on the fermentation being carried on in a slow and cool manner all drinks intended long to be kept are therefore best formed in cold weather and made to receive their yeast at such temperature as is set forth in the table the yeast is to be divided in proportion to the quantities of wort let down until the whole being mixed together receives its allotted portion 
except so much as is to be put in just before cleansing under these circumstances drinks which are brewed for keeping are suffered to go through the first process of fermentation till they are so attenuated that the liquor becomes light and the head or the yeast laying on the surface of the beer begins to sink when or somewhat before this head has fallen to nearly half the greatest height it reached to a remarkable vinous smell is perceived and the liquor at this term is to be put into casks being first well roused with the remaining part of the yeast in the manner mentioned in the preceding section by the description given of the origin of yeast it appears that it is formed rather of the coarser oils of the warts if the cleansing is not done when the head is sunk down to half the greatest height it rose to by falling lower some part of these coarser oils return into the beer then under fermentation and gives it a flat greasy taste technically termed yeast bitten when on the contrary beers or ales are removed too soon from the first tumultuous fermentation for want of having been sufficiently attenuated and from not having deposited their lees nor thrown up in flowers their coarser oils they are less vinous than otherwise they would have been appear heavy ailey and are said not to have their body sufficiently opened the fermentation of common small beer is through necessity carried on so hastily that it is hardly possible to wait for the signs which direct the cleansing of other beers this drink being generally brewed and fermented within twenty-four hours its state with regard to fermentation is best judged of by the quantity of its froth or head at the time of cleansing which in proportion to the heat of the air may be determined by the following table a table shewing the depth of head which common small beer should have to be properly cleansed in every season of the year heat of the air twenty five degrees head of the beer in the tun six inches heat of the air thirty degrees head on the beer in the tun five inches heat of the air thirty five degrees head on the beer in the tun four and one-fourth inches heat of the air forty degrees head on the beer in the tun three and one-half inches heat of the air forty five degrees head on the beer in the tun two and three-fourths inches heat of the air fifty degrees head on the beer in the tun two inches heat of the air fifty five degrees head on the beer in the tun one and one-half inches heat of the air sixty degrees head on the beer in the tun one inch heat of the air sixty-five degrees head on the beer in the tun three-fourth inch heat of the air seventy degrees head on the beer in the tun one-half inch heat of the air seventy-five degrees head on the beer in the tun one-fourth inch heat of the air eighty degrees head on the beer in the tun just taken as it is chiefly by the action of the air that wines are formed 
if we contrive to shift this powerful agent on the surface of a must under fermentation and to convey it more forcibly and hastily into the wort its efficacy will be renewed the fermentation accelerated the liquor quickly become transparent and soon be brought to the state of maturity age might slowly make it arrive at amber or pale ales require the hottest extracts pellucidity admits of to be made strong and at the same time soft and smooth to the palate but as ales do not admit of any large quantity of hops which would alter their nature there is a necessity to perform hastily the act of fermentation and to carry it on to a higher degree that is common in other malt drinks the method of exciting and conducting repeated fermentations with success is perhaps not only the most difficult but the most curious part of the process i shall therefore conclude with an account of it what i have to say with regard to the practice of fermentation the amber wort being let down as its proper degree of heat into the fermenting tun out of the whole quantity of yeast allowed for this drink in the table page three hundred seventeen one seventh part must be kept to be used as hereafter shall be mentioned suppose the heat of the air is at forty degrees and eight quarters of malt have been brewed for this purpose the whole of the yeast required is seven gallons from which one is to be reserved of the six remaining gallons one-half or three are to be put to the wart of its first coming down when the whole must be well roused or mixed thoroughly to disperse the enlivening principle the yeast conveys hereby to prevent putrefaction or foxing in any part and of the last three gallons about three quarts must be added to the drink every twelve hours until it ferments to the highest pitch of the period mentioned in article five page three hundred nineteen this successive putting in of yeast is called feeding the drink before and about the time the head is got to this height all the dirt or foul yeast that rises on the surface must be carefully skimmed off it is easily distinguished from the pure white froth by its color and by the sinking of the head occasioned by its weight length of time might attenuate some of these coarser oils in a less artificial fermentation but as this help is not to be waited for and every obstacle to pellucidity must be removed the brewer's attention to this point cannot be too great the head of the drink having reached its utmost height the reserved gallon of yeast is to be used in order to give to the ale a sufficient power to bear the repeated fermentations it is to undergo by being beat in every two hours with a jet or scoop for one quarter of an hour so that the head of the drink is each time to be reduced to the least height it is capable of this striking in being continued the drink will periodically require it and be damaged if it be neglected after it has undergone more or less of these fermentations in proportion to the heats of the warts and of the air the brewer is carefully to observe 
when the head ceases to rise to its accustomed height and then to examine the drink by having the jet filled with it at the bottom and brought through the whole body to the top a small part of which being poured in a hand gatherer he will see whether the lees form themselves in large white flakes and readily subside and be informed by the taste whether the sweet of the wort is gone off and the ale become vinous if these two circumstances concur the drink is to be beat in with the jet as before but not roused as porter or other beers are for the lees which in this drink are in greater quantity would by this management so intimately be mixed with it as with difficulty to separate themselves again if at all it is then time to cleanse it but the casks at all times more especially in summer must be well filled up with clean drink that is part of the very drink which was cleansed avoiding that produced in the stillings as this for want of standing a sufficient time is always yeasty and the yeast being greatly attenuated by the working of the drink easily dissolves in the ale and renders it foul and ill-tasted as the right forming of amber ales is looked upon to be the highest pitch of the art of pale beer brewing i have dwelt longer on this article than otherwise it might seem necessary to shew the connection there is between every sort of malt liquors but it should be observed the same method of fermenting it is to be practised both winter and summer varying only the quantities of yeast in proportion to the season for where in winter time this drink is fed with three quarts of yeast every twelve hours half a gallon will answer the same intent in summer upon the whole the process is contrived to accelerate fermentation yet the more coolly and gently it is performed the better will the ales be i have before hinted if madeira wines were fermented in this manner they would sooner become fit for use more especially as they need no ferment to excite them however this method of forming drink to be soon fit for use has either through interest or prejudice been taxed with being unwholesome but upon what grounds i must confess i could never yet discover as no reason of any moment has ever been alleged for this assertion end of section thirty two